All right, welcome to another episode of the Franchise Empire Show. So in this episode, let's talk about failure. And this is really important because right now, you can think about there's something that you want to do in your business or if you're looking for a business where fear is holding you back. And you may not realize it's fear, but the the idea of you failing or not getting the outcome you want or a consequence that you're trying to avoid is happening right now. And it's causing you to not take action. And so let's unpack how you deal with that. How do you get over the fear of failure? How do you move past it? How do you how do you even identify if right now what you're What's holding you back is the fact that you're trying to avoid failure, right? And it's once you can, once you can figure this out, what we're going to talk about, everything changes. All of a sudden, you're able to make the moves and make the decisions that completely change and transform your life. Sounds hyperbolic, I know, but. I say that so definitively and with such certainty because that's what happened for me. And I've seen it happen for for other people. And so let's talk about failure. So what are some of the signs that right now the fear of failure is holding you back, right? Or it's maybe it's messing with your head a little bit. And so because... Failure manif- the fear of failure manifests in different ways. So one is procrastination. So typically when we procrastinate, what happens is we are associating pain to taking the action. So we're associating pain to taking the action. So if you're thinking, hey, I want to have a, a million dollar business that, you know, makes me X number of dollars in profit. And in order for you to have that, you've got to take the risk of signing a franchise agreement. You've got to take the risk of buying a business. You've got to take the risk of taking out a loan. Or even if you own a business already, you've got to take the risk of hiring more people when you may not feel like you're ready or you can support it. And so what happens is, When we're scared of the uncertainty that can happen with making that decision, we just delay. That's one of the that's one of the clearest signs of of having fear of failure is you are delaying making a decision, procrastinating it. And you may not think that that's why you're procrastinating it, but that's one of the the key things. Another sign is that when you are thinking more about what happens if you fail as opposed to what happens if it works out. And so think about it. If you're getting ready to fly on an airplane and the only thought in your head is that airplane crashing, is I get on the airplane and the airplane's in a crash, I think we could all agree that that's failure, right? If that's all that's in your head, are you even going to take the flight? There's some people that refuse to fly because that's all they can think about. That's all they focus on. And so, or even if you decide to get on the flight, 
maybe you're in a pure panic or state of anxiety the entire time thinking about every piece of turbulence that you're scared, what's going to happen. And so if you're constantly focusing on the potential negative outcome, business failing, not making money, uh, it not working out, being stuck with a loan, you can just continue to focus on that because that's always a potential reality and an option. And as long as you focus on that with most of your attention, you'll, you probably won't move forward or move forward confidently. Maybe you like dip your toe in the water. And have you ever seen a situation where because someone hesitated that it actually caused the consequence that they were trying to avoid? You see it in uh, sports or in physical movements that are the most obvious. Like someone up oh, hesitates and then all of a sudden they make that mistake because they hesitated. Where if they just, boom, went straight into it, they actually would have succeeded with their outcome. It's really interesting if you think about it. And so when you when you focus more on what can happen in terms of what happens if I succeed, right? You can have the what if I fail, but what happens if it works? What happens then? It's an important frame to think about. What happens if it works? Play the scenario out in your head. Like literally play it out. Well, then this would happen, this would happen, this would happen. You have to play that scenario out. So something specifically that you're thinking about. What happens if it works? And so I get multiple emails a week from companies asking to run ads on the podcast. I could have ads if I wanted to, but I don't. So there are two ways that you can help to support me and the podcast to keep it ad-free. First is to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and leave a comment, even a smiley face if you have nothing to say. The YouTube algorithm only shows the video to more people based on the likes and in comments on the video. So your comment could help someone get exposed to this and, and not to sound too cheesy, but it could legitimately change their life. Lastly, go ahead and share this with someone that you think will enjoy this episode. Maybe someone who you know loves business and entrepreneurial stuff, or maybe it's someone who's been saying that they want to own their own business for forever. You can message it to them directly or share it on your social media. It would mean the world to me. You guys rock. Enjoy. So here's a, we're going to talk about something, another important frame going into failure. And, and, and this is why actually failure is really, really important. And it's a necessary part of the process, which is I don't know of anyone personally, specifically in business, that has not failed in business. And there's different magnitudes of failure, right? So uh, one degree of mag one like one degree could be you hire someone in your business and you hire the wrong person. So now you've cost yourself because you paid that person, that person didn't work out, you lost momentum in your business. Now you got to go back and hire someone else. And uh, now you actually have to work a little bit more in the business because of the fact that that person didn't work out. Like that could be one degree of failure, right? Another degree of failure could be you pick the wrong business. And so now you're in a business that you don't particularly like or enjoy. And now you need to deal with it until you can exit, sell, whatever it is for that business. Um, 
You could make the wrong marketing decisions in your business. You can advertise in the wrong place. Um, your business could lose money, right? You could wind up close, closing your doors. Um, there's all these different failures that can occur, right? So I think what happens is, is when we don't identify what our actual fear of failure is. And so our brain will typically just automatically go to the worst case scenario without identifying and actually laying out what all the different failures could be and what the worst case scenario is. So we just had a situation where um, involved in a legal thing and I told my wife about it and I said, look, worst case scenario is we just pay it and it is what it is. That's the worst case scenario. So now that we know the worst case scenario and I feel comfortable with it, uh, I don't want it, I don't want that to happen. Um, then now let's figure out a way to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. Um, and in spe specifically, I don't know if I should, I'm not going to share it at this point. Maybe, maybe another episode I'll, I'll, I'll share it. I, I probably shouldn't, uh, at this point in time. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to, cause I think there's, there's something that you could get value and, and, and learn out, out of this situation. Cause it's specifically tied into, uh, to business, but sometimes you just need to make peace of what the potential worst case scenario could be. Right. And question to ask yourself is what would you do a failure if you knew you couldn't fail? Like if, if, if failure wasn't an option, what level of certainty would you have in moving forward and taking the leap? And so when you start to think about it from that mindset, you realize how much fear is actually holding you back. Because if success was guaranteed, why wouldn't you do it? But then think about it. Life would be boring. Then everyone would do it if success was guaranteed. That's a huge reason why there's, why everyone doesn't do business. Why everyone isn't as successful as the other person. Not everyone can handle hiring more people, taking that risk, spending more money on marketing and advertising, expanding their business. It's hard. It's scary. And so what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And what happens is failure is actually a prerequisite for success. That's the, that's the crazy part about this whole thing is that in order for you to get the outcome you want, you must fail along the way. And again, we already established that there's micro failures. You must fail along the way. I had many, many failures before I even ever got to franchising. I'd started nine different businesses that had all failed to some degree before I got to franchising. And without those experiences, those that knowledge, et cetera, I may not have ever gotten to franchising. And, and when I did get there, I may not have been able to operate the businesses in the way that I did because of the things that I learned from all the other businesses that I started. 
So if I were to have not done any of those other businesses because I was so scared to fail, I probably would not be where I am today. And then there were failures that happened in the franchises in all sorts of different shades of gray. But that also would not have provided me the experience that I have now. And so the analogy that I really like to use is that if we're both starting a race, we're, we're, you and I are both at the finish line right now, right? At the starting line, not the finish line. We're both at the starting line. We're standing there. We're about to enter this race. But the race we can see ahead, it looks pretty treacherous, right? And I like to run Spartan races. So we can use that as an example. You can see that you got to climb over things. You got to climb under barbed wire. You got to jump over things. It looks muddy. There's rocks. And it's looking pretty treacherous ahead. So we're at the starting line. And I take off running. I just, you know, they go, all right, go. Boom. I take off running. And I'm falling and I'm tripping. I'm getting my knees banged up and I'm failing obstacles and having to do the penalties. Meanwhile, you're still at the starting line thinking and processing, trying to figure out how you can avoid failure in that obstacle and in that obstacle and trying to plan it in your head. Okay, if I do that and I do that, uh, if I jump over it that way, then I won't fail. And, and you're trying to avoid failure. So you still haven't gotten started yet. Guess what? Even though I'm beaten up, maybe a little bruised from falling and, and, and maybe I'm a little bit slower than some of the other people who didn't fail the obstacles, I'm still ahead of you because you didn't start. And so when you think about failure as a must, as a prerequisite, to get to where you want to go in the sense that you literally have to fail in order to succeed, then you just get the failure out of the way sooner than later. It's like when kids don't want to eat like their broccoli or their vegetables, or it's like you're just de delaying the inevitable. Eventually you're going to have to do it. So if you want to go play, if you want to go watch the iPad, if you want to go outside, you can't do that until you finish your vegetables. Well, they're just sitting there and not eating the vegetables, picking at it. And it's like if you literally just scarfed it down, got it over and done with, then the quicker you get to the outcome that you want. And so that's how you have to think about it. And the longer you delay failure, the, the more you stay stuck, which leads to the next point, which is. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast episode so far. One of the most consistent things that we hear from people that reach out to us is that buying a franchise feels really confusing. There are so many options out there. It's a scary decision. They don't know how to vet or do the due diligence, really narrow down on the right franchise for them. And then they really feel alone in the process. You might be the only one in your family who's ever pursued buying a franchise or being an entrepreneur. Or maybe you've tried to start a side hustle before or other businesses like me, like before franchising, I was not able to crack the code on entrepreneurship. I'd like to invite you to reach out and work with us. We've helped many clients buy franchises, get them profitable, or buy resale businesses that are thriving. I'm talking about highly profitable resales, great value. We've allowed many of our clients to actually quit their job right away and replace their income immediately. So if you wanna work with me and my team on finding or buying a franchise, 
doing due diligence, vetting it, or resale, then go ahead and go to tarjohnson.com slash consulting, and we're happy to see if we can help. All right, enjoy the rest of the episode. One of the ways to overcome failure is to think about consciously and play out what is the consequence to not acting. So let's play the example of, of starting a business. So you want to, you're not happy at work, situation that I was in. You're not happy at work. You want to start a business, but you're scared. You're nervous. You're, you're making good money and you got a family you're supporting and you're scared. What if the business doesn't work out? What if I sign this agreement? What if I buy the wrong thing? What if I take out a loan? Doesn't work. What if I lose money? Uh, what if all these things, right? What if all those things? And so when you when you're focused on the consequence of what can happen when you act, again, we already established that that will typically prevent you from acting. But if you start to think of it as what is the consequence if I do nothing? What is that consequence? Once the pain of doing nothing or the perceived pain of doing nothing is higher than the perceived pain of taking the action, then you'll change and then you'll move forward. So if you think about, okay, if I do nothing, then I'm going to continue to be miserable. I'm going to continue to be stressed out. I'm going to continue having my income dictated by someone else. I'm going to stay stuck and stagnant in where I am, and I really don't like where I am right now. And so that feeling and that consequence will then drive you to make the decision and make a change. This is why business is 80% mental, 20% strategy and 80% mental. I learned this from, from Tony Robbins. He would say it's 80% psychology. And the more I've learned about business and the more I've started to grow as an entrepreneur, the more I realize this. Because if you know, okay, if I do, it, it's business is pretty simple. Uh, generate more sales than your expenses, right? That's the strategy. Figure out a way to make more money than you spend. In theory, it's very simple, broken down. And so you can have different levels of strategy in order to do that. But here's what happens. Here's why, here's why success is only 20% strategy. Number one, it is important that you do have the right strategy. There, are, there is a more effective strategy and there is a least effective strategy. So, you know, if you just went knocking on doors, trying to get customers for your business, like that's it. In some businesses, that's part of the strategy, but it's probably a more inefficient strategy as to if you can leverage a marketing spend and then maybe market to the people that are already looking for your service. It's a more efficient strategy. And so, but here's the thing with strategy. You can have the right strategy, but if you're too scared to implement it, or if you're procrastinating on implementing it, or if you timidly implement and dip your toes in the water, you, you did the right thing, but maybe you did it at the wrong time because you procrastinated, 
Or maybe you don't even do it at all. You know the strategy. The 20% is there, but you never actually take action on it. Let that settle in. So it's 80% mental, your ability to act in spite of fear, act in spite of how you feel, act in spite of your mood. Your ability to act and make decisions is what will bring you what you want. A very good friend of mine filed bankruptcy in his mid-20s. But he's, he's a, he's a, he just takes action. He had started businesses, things didn't work out, he had to file bankruptcy. He went on to build companies doing millions and millions and millions of dollars a year and recently sold one of his businesses for a pretty significant sum of money. He didn't let the fear stop him. Like after declaring bankruptcy, he could have said, oh man, that was way too painful. I'm just going to give up, throw in the towel, go work for someone else. Nope. To him, the, the, the pain of, you know, working for someone else, having a job, of not pursuing his potential and his desire in his heart was more painful. And so he went for it. And so strategy and mindset are important, but your mindset is more important than your strategy. And so when you start to think about the consequence to not taking action, things really start to get put into perspective, right? So, you know, as we wrap up, I want you to think about where is fear stopping you right now? What area is fear holding you back? And what's the consequence to waiting? What's the consequence to procrastinating? You can lose out on opportunity. Someone else can get the opportunity before you. You can miss out on what it is that you want. You stay stuck in your current situation. Maybe it then starts to affect your health because your stress levels are through the roof. You start experiencing anxiety. You have high blood pressure. That leads to you stopping working out. That leads to you being grumpy at home because you're agitated, because you're frustrated with yourself, because you're not happy in your situation. Then how does that impact your family life? If you play out that scenario... What is it costing you to not act on that desire that is in your heart and in your mind because you're scared to fail? And so I want you to think about that and play out those, those exercises, play out that scenario so that you can go ahead and move forward. And maybe sometimes you, you say, I'm not willing to do it and I'm fine with living with the consequence. And that's cool too. But but make a conscious decision, a conscious decision that, okay, I understand what the consequence is, and um, I'm I'm okay with that, and I just want to stay what, with what I'm doing now. That can also be okay unless you start feeling regret, right? If you start feeling regret, that becomes a part of the consequence. If you're constantly living with this what if, what what if I would have... Is that a consequence that you're willing to deal with? So if you like this episode, drop me a comment and, and, and let me know what you, what you thought of it. Um, 
if you liked this style of episode. And I hope this supports you and serves you in getting the outcome you want and just overcoming your, your fear of failure and knowing that there's no way to avoid it. It is a prerequisite to success. You must fail forward. There's a phrase, you either win or you learn, and there's actually no failure. And that's actually, actually, uh, it's an interesting mindset to have. I, I like just facing it and just saying that, hey, failure is going to happen instead of trying to convince myself that there's no such thing as failure. But that's a, certainly a way to perceive it as well. All right, I'll see you guys on the next one. Hey, before we go, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I put my heart and soul into providing you value through this podcast so that you can live your dream life. So please subscribe if you haven't already. And the biggest thank you you could ever give me is to drop a review because more reviews equal this podcast getting more listens, which means we can share this message with more people and hopefully positively inspire them like we have you. You can also share it with someone you care about that you believe may benefit from listening. Thank you and talk to you soon.